This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 25th of March 2022. Presented to you this week by Lucinda Redgate, farm trader based in Yorkshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk, oblique MyFarm info. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Global wheat markets experienced another week of notable price volatility in the wake of the continuing Russia-Ukraine conflict. European wheat futures struck new contract highs due to increasing fears that there will be no short-term end to the conflict and that there will be significant cuts to Ukrainian 2022 grain production. The Ukrainian minister of agrarian policy and food has said that spring cropping is likely to be dramatically reduced as a result of the conflict. Corn could see only 3.3 million hectares drilled, which compares to 5.4 million hectares last season. He also said it was likely only 4 million hectares of winter wheat will be harvested from the 6.5 million hectares drilled. These comments broadly align with other recent analyst estimates. Spring drilling is underway in the northwest region with a target to drill 420,000 hectares. An official has said that 66% of winter crops have been fertilised, with local analysts sharing a similar view. Analysts APK Inform estimate Ukrainian wheat production at 14.9 million tonnes and corn up to 18.5 million tonnes, which is just over half the production level seen in 2021. The analysts are optimistic that almost 30 million tonnes of grain could be exported during the season, but with quartz closed and in many cases suffering damage from the conflict, there would need to be a railway solution to enable this. With additional restrictions from an economic sanctions affecting Russia, it seems unlikely that the world's major wheat importers will have an option to source cheaply available Black Sea grain from harvest. The EU Commission has presented non-legislative measures to tackle turbulence in agricultural markets and increase food security. Although it has stressed that the EU food supply is not currently at risk. Its measures included urgent food aid to Ukraine and support for its agricultural sector with fuel. The Commission highlighted flexibility in biofuel blending mandates indicating concessions could be made on how much vegetable oils would need to be included in biofuel blends. A reduction in the minimum volume would leave agricultural land that would be used to grow product for biofuels now free for food production. Individual member states will be encouraged to cut mandates for blending into fossil fuels and to reduce greening obligations 
in order to boost crop production on fallow land. This news resulted in some profit taking and future markets easing from Thursday's highs. The Commission also said that restricting exports was trade distorting and incompatible with the EU single market. The comments were made with Hungary in mind. The country has recently introduced an export ban for agricultural commodities. Prolonged periods of dry warm weather last spring and early summer caused severe yield losses for the Canadian wheat crop. Total production fell to below 22 million tonnes which is a sharp reduction from the 35 million tonnes produced the previous year, when over 26 million tonnes were available for export. This significant loss of quality wheat proved a primary wheat price driver last autumn, with Ukraine likely to be absent from export markets for some time, and with troubles for Chinese and US winter wheat crops, the world balance sheets can ill afford a repeat of crop losses in Canada this season. Southern Manitoba will benefit from heavy snowfall, but much of the Canadian prairies remained parched. Southern Alberta and central Saskatchewan had extreme drought conditions as of the 28th of February, according to Canada's Drought Monitor. Although there have been some recent rain with such low soil moisture levels, wheat crops could be vulnerable to dry periods. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. Volatility continues in the oil crop feed barley market, with values up around £10 a tonne this week for the April to July positions. A mixture of first-hand buyers and trade shorts struggle to take some cover. Export demand has added another dynamic to the UK trade, with business concluded this week for a cargo to Ireland at what has been a market high for UK export barley. Values for feed grains at current levels must be pushing the livestock sector to its limit as producers are starting to question whether their business models are sustainable in the medium term. New crop values have strengthened this week as continued supply uncertainty spills into forward positions. The trade is interested in estimates for how much spring barley will be planted in Ukraine while questioning how much of the winter crop that is already in the ground will be successfully harvested. Further volatility is almost certain as the conflict continues to unfold. Spring barley drilling across the UK is ongoing at pace, as fine weather is seen in all areas. New crop molten barley values remain strong due to farmers' sellers being largely absent at present. Eyes will now turn to weather patterns across Europe as regular rains on the spring barley crop will be needed to maximise the crop's potential. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. This week, domestic oilseed rape markets got off to a fiery start, with old crop Matif futures gaining €57 Euros a tonne in just two days. On the basis that consumers are trying to buy rapeseed oil as an alternative to the sunflower oil that is now stuck in Ukraine. On Wednesday, the market traded within a 97 euro a tonne range and closed 68 euros a tonne down on the day. This was an incredible price move to see within a single day and was triggered by the EU hinting that biofuel blend mandates may make concessions on the quantity of vegetable oils that must be included. On Thursday, the market mostly recovered, clawing back 51 euros a tonne 
which rounds off the most volatile week ever seen in the rapeseed market. The conflict in Eastern Europe remains the fundamental driver in this market, with all crop Ukrainian oilseed supplies non-tradable. There are also serious concerns as to whether the rapeseed currently planted in the Ukraine will get the care it needs before harvest, and whether its spring-planted sunflower seed will indeed go into the ground. Every day the conflict seems to get more complicated, further prolonging the time frame of efforts on this market. The conflict seems to set to continue for some time, and whilst it is ongoing, the usual market price drivers such as the weather are likely to be secondary factors in market change. Moving on to pulses now. With very little volume of oil crop beans trading, and the market seemingly stored at significantly higher levels, it's now a standoff. The question is, will the consumers who need to cover in the last positions of June and July make a move or will the long holders bail out and take the recent big price hikes? As it's only late March and with little volume left to trade, it's expected that the stalemate will continue for at least the next few weeks. New crop planting of spring beans and peas continues into almost perfect soil conditions on a spell of recent warm weather, with some rain in the forecast for the next 10 days. As ever, trade is limited, but for this foreseeable future, bean values will follow wheat, while peas will tend to stick within the price range set out in the various commercial buyback contracts. For further information on new crop contracts, please contact your local frontier farm trader. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. The AM markets remain stable this week, with domestically produced nitrogen is now being offered for April at March delivery. The focus across Europe and other regions is still on the supply route for ammonia, as a loss of 300,000 tonnes per month from Russia starts to bite. Ammonia prices remain firm at over $1,200 a tonne. India is expected to come into the market again soon for more urea. Therefore, prices have remained firm at approximately $1,250 a tonne for bulk replacement tonnage into the UK. It's not clear which country will supply India. However, financing and shipping is expected to cause some issues. With all nitrates, supply chains have changed as countries seek out new relationships to ensure delivery of physical products in the spot market. Supply security will be key over the coming months and UK growers still needing AN should look at UK supply as alternative origin products can't be guaranteed to arrive in time for applications. Availability of UAN remains tight across the UK market with suppliers offering price on application terms where product is required for current crop applications. Foliar products are limited in availability due to continued raw material volatility and the recent spike in the urea price. Pricing of forward volume is challenging due to difficult and unpredictable market conditions and the ever-changing gas price. Please discuss any outstanding current season requirements with your frontier contact at the earliest opportunity. Potash levels are starting to move up as Brazil begins buying in volume. The impact of the sanctions against Russia and Belarus has cut 50 million tonnes of supply from a 40 million tonne global demand. 
China is also withholding 5 million tonnes of supply, taking this total supply cut to 20 million tonnes, half of global demand. Subsequently, a sharp jump in MOP prices can be expected soon. Phosphates also look firm, as India looks to secure and subsidise to its farmers' DAP. Replacement values into the UK are now over $1,300 a tonne in bulk. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 25th of March. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.